0: We're going to get into our lesson today, and I've got a simple question that we're going to talk about today. I want your guys' input as well, because this is a very deep subject tonight. We're going to be talking about what is truth. Has anybody got a quick definition of that for me? Anybody can think of right off the top of their head, explain to me what truth is. Yes? Speak loud. There's truth is what God says is truth, but then some people believe it's what the majority believes. Very good. Very good. He said truth is what, we have what God says is truth, but then we have what the majority of people believe. Does anybody think that they know, like right off the top of their head, like Webster's definition of the word truth? anybody. 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 Andy, you think you do? Nobody? Look it up. Let's look it up. Let's see how quick somebody can look up and give me the definition of truth. Go ahead. You guys too. You guys too. Look it up too. Because there's there's multiple dictionaries and there's like multiple definitions. definitions. So this one's Merriam Webster. Is the body of real things, events, and facts? A body of real things, events, or facts. What is that? they just restated true. That's what I'm saying. This is this is why I chose the subject. I started looking up a definition for truth, and I didn't feel like I found a sound definition. Like I went through a couple different dictionaries, and I'm like, "What's going on? What do you got? Did you get one yet? Anybody? 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 Everybody, give up? Texting her mom. She's like, "I'm sorry. I got I got on Facebook. I got distracted. <laughs> no other definitions. What Saul? Sorry, find it, you got time. So while he's looking for another definition of it, somebody give me what you would say. Yeah, go ahead. A fact or belief that is accepted as true. A fact or a belief that is accepted as truth. Yeah, they use the same word to describe itself. You see how this is like, it was really silly. Like when this little thought popped in my head and I started looking into it, I'm like, I really don't think there are really any good definitions of truth. So how would you define truth? Me and pastor said at breakfast today, we were both coming up with our own definitions of what we believe should be the definition of truth. But somebody, throw me out one, anybody, come on, somebody, what do you think? It's what God says is true. It's what God says is true. Yeah. Yeah. But you got people who don't believe in God, and what so. Are idiots. <laughs> yeah, he's he's right because when I look it up, it says God is truth. Says, God is truth. Yeah, God is truth. And so anybody else? Anybody else? Before we keep going here, but okay, so yeah, I was looking it up, and it really got me thinking about what is truth. And me and Pastor were talking about it today, and I was like, the closest I can come to it is like. The absolute with no fault. Like, that's what truth really is. It has to be absolute truth. And then Pastor was talking about how there's absolute truth and then there's your truth and then there's like a truth that you think that you find out later isn't true. But there's like absolute truth is something that would go beyond what a truth is. Like, you, you, get, you see a car accident, everybody tells the truth of their side of the situation, but like multiple views... Are the way we get the actual truth out but of the story? the video footage. Because yeah, yes, yeah. and even like, <laughs> even with video footage, like sometimes you you get the wrong angle and you don't see things correctly. Like we'll, we'll be watching like, like UFC and like it'll look like the dude got hit, and then you watch a replay and you're like, wow, he didn't really even get hit there. So like you have that happen where what you think is true isn't always truth. So what is actual truth? And this the reason why this came into my head was because I was studying in the Bible and I was reading John 18 33 through 38. And I've got a slide of the of the end portion, but I'm gonna read a little bit to you to tell you what's going on here. Because Jesus is being questioned by Pilate. Okay? The Jewish leaders already took him. They're like, We're gonna we're gonna arrest him, and they bring him before Pilate, because Pilate's the only man in the city who can actually put him to death. So then Pilate went back to his headquarters and called for Jesus. Yeah, I'm going a little bit before you. We're going to get to that though. He, he said he went back to his headquarters and called for Jesus to be brought to him. Are you the king of the Jews? He asked him. And Jesus replied, is this your own question or did others tell you about me? I Am I a Jew? Pilate re- responded. He's like, wait a minute. I'm not even a Jew here. So he's like, your own people and their leader and your leading priest Brought you to me for trial. Why? What have you done? And Jesus answered, My kingdom is not an earthly kingdom. If it were, my followers would fight to keep me from being handed over to the Jewish leaders. But my kingdom is not of this world. And then here, play that first slide now. This is the important part. This is what Pilate responds to. And Pilate said, So you are a king. And Jesus responded, You say I am a king, but actually I was born and came into this world to testify to the truth. All who love the truth recognize that what I say is true. And here's where Pilate asked him a very deep question. Pilate's a smart guy. This is a guy who's running the whole city. He's listened to cases. He's judged cases. He's he's not a dumb person. And when Jesus starts talking about truth, Pilate asks him, what is truth? And that's where their conversation ends. He ends with, what is truth? And then he went out again to the people and told them, he is not guilty of this crime. So that little reaction and correspondence there between Jesus and Pilate really got me thinking about what is actual truth. Because so many things in this life we use you, you think you know. You, you might have an idea on things, and as you get older, like things change. And what you thought before isn't what you think anymore. So there has to be things in this world that are in fact truths. Like gravity, right, that's a truth, you jump off a building, you're going to hit the ground, it's a guarantee, it's not something that can change, because it's set in stone, it's something that has, that's never going to change, never has, never will, it's an absolute truth, anybody think of any more, what are some more absolute truths? Male and female, you can't change. This. <laughs> she, <woo-hoo. laughs> hey, what's <laughs> up? She, that's funny that's what Pastor brought up. That's, a very, good, that's a very my good point. I a face wash and they asked me a thousand questions and they were all confusing. And then they end to asked me, What were you born as? Because in the right. end, you have to, there's no fact. There's right. right. There's truth there. Yeah. There's yeah. things that are not going to change. That's, that's yeah. one or the other. It's a given. And in our society, we've seen how it gets confusing, and there's there's more Mm -hmm. thrown in the mixture. But we always come back down to the truth, because it's it's unchangeable, it's unshakable. Any other ones? Anybody else think of another truth? Something you can't breathe underwater. Yes, Mm. you can't live if you don't breathe you're under and you have like a you're under the water but you're free. see that's Ryan's tree right there right? you brought off a tree and Ryan what? hit you with Ryan's tree you can't, you can't swallow a spoonful of cinnamon you can't swallow okay. a spoonful of cinnamon like we should have had that as one of the challenges that messed my life up for about a week it will get all in your sinuses and it's no good What about, what about guys, we could challenge that. <laughs> we'll save it for the block in our winter <laughs> So, so here, what about this one? Has anybody ever heard this truth? You cannot physically drink a whole gallon of milk in an hour. Anybody I literally watched, I challenged someone with that and they were like, bull on they're like, I love milk. I can drink that, and I was like, Go ahead and try. And they did get the gallon down within an hour, but then it all came back up because your body literally cannot physically handle a gallon of milk, so it will reject it. So you guys can put that in your pockets. <laughs> but that's the truth. What about guys? What about this one? What about the laws of physics? There are certain truths. In the laws of physics that will never be changed, the law of equilibrium. So, the law of uh, what? There's actually because of how science works. It's yes. just them observing and then like saying this happens like all the time. But there's been laws in science that we figured out late. David actually were about. wrong. Ah, I see, Ryan's bringing up something good here. There are things that we've been told are truths, right, right. But as they study. They find out they're not truths. Yeah. Now, that's very big. Because in this day in society, we've come to a point that we have confused a word with truth. Right. There's another word that should be being used a lot more in life. Theory. theory yeah. Anybody <laughs> understand what that word is? Theory. Because a theory... It's something that you haven't completely proven yet. You don't know what's 100% true, but you have a good idea of, but you can't test everything. Now, I think we live in a world that should be way more full of theories than is full of truths. Because there's a lot of things that we can't see around. There's a lot of things that I don't know the answer to. There's a lot of things that I'm not going to have an answer to until I'm dead and God enlightens me. So there's things that I, even as a Christian, that I don't like to fight are theories. They're theories. Me and Nan love to argue about theories. If you've ever been in a car with me and Nan on a trip, you are going to be exposed to some wild theories. (laughs) And we will both tell you right up front, they're theories. Neither one of us have proven any of this. But we like to talk about things that we don't have proof to and we don't know the answer to. But we also both have to acknowledge and be smart enough to realize that it's a theory. It's not a truth. Like, I can't, I cannot fight him on the fact that Bigfoot exists. I haven't found him yet. He's out there. I know it. But I have zero proof of this. So we're going to have to log that under the theory category. Now, this is where we get serious, though. Because when we're talking about God and we're talking about the Word of God, we're not talking about just some other human being. We're not talking about somebody whose vision is limited. And we're not talking about somebody who doesn't see around the corner and doesn't have the right perspective on life. We're talking about an all-knowing, all-powerful God. So if we're talking about an all-knowing, all-powerful God, then everything that He says is true. Because He knows the truth. He's not. He, he's, there's no fault in Him. He doesn't not get things right. Like, you know how many times... Oh, my wife's going to love this one. But I'll go ahead and admit it to you guys. You know how many times that I've been red-faced mad with my wife telling her that something is the way I said it. And I know it. I put the remote in on the top of the dresser. It's on the top of the dresser. Go look. And then she comes in and she's like, Dan, it's not on the dresser. And I'm like, it's on the dresser. And then I turn around and it's right there. Well, it's in his pocket. <laughs> I am
1: holding
0: it in And we feel so stupid. Because I'm not trying to lie to her. Like I wasn't just Trying to like be mean In my mind That was on the dresser where I left it And it's like That was my truth But my truth falls apart Because I'm human And I make mistakes And I forget the fact that I picked it back off the dresser And put it in my pocket And I forget the fact that I didn't do this And I didn't do that And all these things get in the way of my truth So as long as I'm flawed And I'm a human And I have one point of view And I'm I'm held to these senses then, Then I can never know absolute truth I can never tell you guys That I have all the answers Because I'm human, I'm broken I know where to go to get the answers But it would require a God who's not bound by the laws that we're bound to It requires a God who steps outside of time And sees everything differently So that's why we believe that God is the ultimate truth. In the beginning was the Word. The Word was with God. The Word was God. The Word was made flesh and dwelt among us. So we got to live with absolute truth. That's why Jesus was able to say things like this in John 8, 31-32. you want to hit that? Yeah, there you go. Jesus said to the people who believed in Him, You are truly my disciples. If you remain faithful to my teachings, then you will know the truth. And the pastor will get really mad at me if I don't translate this differently. And the truth will make you free. (laughs) He won't get mad at me. He loves it. But that that is a more accurate statement there because it's answering what the first sentence or the first scripture talks about. Jesus says if you remain faithful Faithful To my teachings Then you will know the truth And the truth Will make you free So If I want a perspective on life That's not just a theory I have to get that From the teachings of Jesus Now there are things in my life That are going to be theories That I don't have to go with But there's a lot of things in our life That we come into That Jesus talks about And he gives us the evidence And the proof that we need To believe in the truth Let's go to the next slide John 14 Now this is where Jesus makes this claim About truth Jesus told them I am the way The truth and the life No one can come to the Father Except through me If you had really known me You would know who my Father is And from now on You do know him Because you've seen him Now this is, a, this is a good scripture to go to when you talk about oneness of God because he says you've seen him talking about the Father and referring to himself and making sure that everybody around him understood that he was referring to himself as the Father. But he says here that he is the truth. So if he wasn't the Father, he couldn't be the truth. If he was manipulated by one point of view and he wasn't the all-knowing, all-powerful God, he couldn't be the truth. But he's making this statement so that we can have faith in him and what he teaches and what he believes and we can know that that's the only place that we can actually find truth. School books are great. Guys, they're going to teach you guys a lot of stuff. There's some things that you got to know in life. If you don't know how to read, you're going to have a hard time getting a job. You don't know how to do math, you're never going to be a carpenter. Like, there are some skills and some things that you've got to get from school. But there's some truth that you're only going to get from the Word of God. There is some truth that you're not, you're going to get theories in school. You're going to get a lot of ideas. You're going to get some great concepts that will help you and benefit you in your life. I'm all about school. I went back to school all the way until I was like 37. I was still going back to college for stuff. But, I also knew in my heart that they couldn't give me truth. They could give me some some tools that I need for my life. They can give me wisdom. They can give me, but they can't give me absolute truth because they're not an all powerful God. That's right. So I still have to know that Jesus is the only truth. Jesus is the only thing that I can base my beliefs, my foundation of my my core values on. Because he's the only thing that's actually true. In John 16, 12 through 15. You don't have a slide for this, so don't worry about it. There is so much more I want to tell you. So here's Jesus. In John chapter 16 here. He's already, this is towards the end of the book of John. This is when he's starting to get ready to go up to heaven, alright? And he's like, he's already given us the Sermon on the Mount. He's already told us, like... If you've never read the book of Matthew in your life, guys, like I'm going to encourage you, don't get, don't get like distracted in trying to read the entire Bible. Try to read the book of Matthew. Because Matthew, out of all of the gospel, has like the biggest selection of Jesus' teachings. Where he actually teaches you things that you can use in your everyday life. Like, there are so many examples that we're going to be going through in the next couple weeks. Next week... The next time I preach, I, I already put it up there. I'm going to be talking about proofs in the Bible. We're going to go through, and I'm going to, because today we're going to talk about truth. I want you to have a clear understanding on that. But when we come back, I'm not only going to just—I don't want you guys just to take my word that the Bible's true. I don't want to, okay, Pastor Dan says the Bible's true, so I, that would be that wouldn't be smart. And I'm trying to help you guys, you know, think and become smarter. And the way we become smarter is not by just believing everything that we're told. But it's by testing it and seeing if there is truth in that and if it holds up. So we're going to do that in the following week. We're going to look at some of the proofs in the Bible. We're going to look at some big things that took place in the Bible. We're going to talk about things that are going to come. And we're going to talk about things that happened in our own personal life that are proof that there's a God who knows everything. We're going to break into that. But Jesus is the start of that. Jesus knows everything. He went through the Bible. He predicted things. He told people things. He told things about their life that nobody else knew. He did amazing miracles and wonderful things. And we know that He is the way, the truth, and the life. However, He went to prepare us a place. He went up into heaven to prepare us a place. So we don't have the ability to just walk over to where Jesus lives and knock on His door and ask Him questions about our life. So in John 16 and 12, Jesus addresses this issue. And He says... There is so much more that I want to tell you There's a lot of things that Jesus still wants to let us know There's a lot of things that he feels like You could use in your life today But He tells them But you can't bear it all now But he tells him, But when the Holy Spirit of truth comes He will guide you Into all truth Mm. (laughs) You know The older I get The longer I've been filled with the Holy Spirit and you've got parents who've been filled with the Holy Spirit. There's crazy things that parents can do under the anointing of the Holy Spirit. My mom used to tell me every bad thing I did before I ever told her or before anybody ever ratted me out. She would just call me right out on things. Like It was, it was crazy. I was like, this is supernatural because it was. Because my mom's a Holy Ghost filled believer. And just like in the scripture here, the Holy Ghost would come to her and tell her things... There's no way she could have known. But it led her into truth. And my mom could count on that when the Holy Ghost would tell her stuff. Because she knew if it was coming from God, it was absolute truth. There was no downside to it. Like the past, like God telling you, he wants you to go start a church. You're not going to fail at that. Because God's absolute. If he tells you something's going to happen, you can count on that. If God came today and told me that the lottery tomorrow is going to be seven, eight, nine, ten, I'm going to go play number seven, eight, nine, ten because He's absolute, because He is truth. But He tells us the Holy Spirit is going to come and it's going to lead us further into truth. He says He will not speak on His own, but will tell you what He has heard. He will tell you about the future. He will bring me glory by telling you whatever He receives from me. All that belongs to the Father is mine. This is why I said, The Spirit will tell you whatever He receives from me. So God tells us that the Holy Spirit is still here today. It's still speaking on this earth today. And it's still giving people the advice that they need. Knowing the future and knowing absolute truth. That's why it's so important. That we, we get the Holy Spirit and we be led by the Holy Spirit in our lives. If we all, you know, we, you guys, we've all heard talk about a crystal ball. You know, all oh, a ball that tells you the future and all that. And it's all make-believe, gar- well, witchcraft and garbage. But we have an absolute. We have a God who's not tricking us based on what he thinks. But is telling us what he knows for sure is going to happen in our future. As long as we're locked in and following the guidance of the Holy Spirit. So, John 17, and again, you don't have this slide because it's a long passage and I thought I'd read it fast to you guys. But in John 17, verses 16 through 26, Jesus further elaborates on what the Holy Spirit truly is. He says, talking about the believers, talking about you guys, because he's actually talked about his disciples. And if you go and you read John verse 17, it's a prayer. It's Jesus giving a verbal prayer for all of us to hear and to see his heart and what he desires for us. So he says here, they do not belong to this world any more than I do. Make them holy by your truth. Teach them your word, which is truth. Just as you sent me into this world, I am sending them into the world. And I give myself as a holy sacrifice for them so they can be made holy by your truth. I am praying not only for these disciples, but also for all who have ever believed in me through their message. So again, he's talking about you guys here. He's talking about you guys and the Holy Spirit washing us in truth and keeping us in truth. I pray that they will all be one just as you and I are one. As you and I are in me, Father, and I am in you. And may they be in us so that the world will believe that you sent me. I have given them the glory you gave me so they may be one as we are one. So what is truth? What is truth in our lives? Where do we find truth? If I'm having trouble with something in my life and I need an answer, where do I go? Like... Some of us have great parents that we can turn to for great advice. Some of us have great pastors in our life that we can talk to. But what about people who don't have those things? Where do they look when they need to know the right situation? I'm going I'm to we got a couple of things here that I just talked about. One, he said the Word is the truth. The Word is the truth. The Bible is 100% true all the way from front to back. It's going to be truthful 100% of the time So anytime we're dealing with a situation in our life We can look in the Bible and find a situation that matches that To find the outcome and see the truth The other truth that we have 100% is Jesus Christ Everything we read that He says in the Bible is always 100% true There's no falsehood. And the third way we always have our Holy Spirit Our Holy Spirit is another great way that will lead us into truth Let's go to the last slide real quick. Ephesians 4 and 14 through 15. There will no longer be... We will no longer be immature like children. We won't be tossed and blown about by every wind of new teaching. We will not be influenced when people try to trick us with lies so clever that they sound like truth. See, this is what... In Ephesians, this is what... We're striving to get to. I want to get to this point that I've been fed so much truth that I know where to stand out. So when someone comes in and says, hey, we're supposed to worship camels, I'm going to say no. Because my Bible tells me that I'm only supposed to worship one. If someone comes and says, hey, here's a God and he's equal with your God, I'm going to say no. Because here old Israel, the Lord our God is one God. When someone comes along and says, hey, you can get baptized any way you feel like, I'm going to say no, because the word of God shows me the method that I need to follow for salvation in my life. The word of God has to be the number one thing that we stand on, so that we are not immature like children. So we don't get tossed and blown around by every new teaching. There's new teachings coming out every week. Like you guys are going to school, they're going to come up with new teachings. We're gonna come up with new things that sound interesting and sound like they might make sense. You know, like when we were growing up it was like new ageism. Yeah. And 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 people were like it was like rocks and crystals and stones that they would put certain places and they would have certain powers. And it was like a lot of people got tricked by that. There's a lot of people I went to school with that were like, hey, this stuff might there might be something to that. But I but I had to I had to hold on to what I knew as truth in my life. I had to hold on to the fact that the word of God says that he's the only way. I didn't want to be tricked by lies so clever that they sound like truth. The enemy has been practicing lying for over 6,000 years in this world. He's pretty good at it. He's pretty good at making his lies sound so much like truth. That we better get good at knowing where to find truth. Because people are going to hand you ideas People are going to hand you concepts and thoughts That if you don't know Hey, wait a minute Is that in the Bible? Where did you get that from? Is that in the Word of God? It's so clever It sounds just like truth We've got to get real good at Finding where truth really really lives Where does truth really reside? So instead we will speak the truth in love growing every way more and more like Christ, who is the head of the body, the church will speak truth in love, this is a, this is a great thing here too guys, because we, you're going to have people throwing theories at you, you're going to have people telling you things that are true, that you know in your heart is not true we've got to find a way to speak that truth in love I've got to find a way to tell somebody hey you know what guys I'm sorry, but we're not going to worship Bigfoot today. This Bigfoot's not real. But Jesus Christ is real. And not do it in a way that's going to offend the Bigfoot lovers all over the world. But in a way that makes them see what truth really is. Any questions? Anybody want to add anything to this? Right. I want to say it a lot Sometimes it's not even crazy with the box and special powers. They'll right. take like scripture and they'll twist it and make it sound like right. it's actually in the Bible. But Very, nice. Very good. Very good. Sly tongue. Yeah, that's really good. I, like anybody ever like <coughs> cleansliness is next to godliness. Yeah. That's a great saying. I believe that was in the Bible for my entire life. <laughs> like for a long time. And then I was like, Wait a minute. It's not in the Bible <laughs> and I looked and I was like it's not in the Bible but I thought it was because I heard it so much I thought it was yeah. I don't think so look it up again because if I'm lying now <laughs> that's my truth <choosing. laughs> anybody else find anything did that make sense to anybody Well, yeah. that help you guys was it, was it silly you got it now, yeah, I, it makes sense. To you. I was just going to say the enemy doesn't need you know a whole brand new trick and bag of lies. He really just needs to work with what the truth is. Right. So it, like you said, it's going to sound so close to the truth, but you better look it up. You better make sure because you need to know. is. Right. And you know, truth isn't afraid of being tested. Like truth isn't afraid of being tested. Like, light shines in the darkness. Yeah. Like like I'm not afraid to let my wife have my phone and go through my phone. I, it's truth. I don't have to worry about it. You, you can go through... It. Like, I have nothing to hide. So, truth isn't afraid of being investigated. Now, if my wife went to reach for my phone and i grabbed her. <laughs> it's going to start making people suspicious because if it's false, it doesn't like being looked into. right. I don't like being prodded and tested, you know, because you, you're going to find out if you look and you ask enough questions that it's fake. It's not real. But the truth... Well, you, we can have a conversation about truth all day long. If I'm speaking the truth, like, I used to hold Bible studies in the neighborhood right around the corner. And my, my biggest thing, I was flyer the whole, like, trailer park period. And we use the front building. And I would tell everybody, bring every question you got. Bring any question you got about the Bible, any question you got about the Word of God, and we'll find it. And I was like, first I'm like, this is a crazy, crazy statement to just throw out there. But I wasn't relying on myself. It wasn't that day attack and that had all the wisdom. I, I don't. But I knew that all truth is in the word of God. So whatever question anybody brought at some place in this Bible, there's got to be an answer to it. And how many how many years do we do Bible study? Like 20, 20 something years, 15 to 20 years, we did Bible studies everywhere. And threw that challenge out there to everyone. And there was nights that I was like, I've got to go home and I've got to study this. And that's Okay. Truth shouldn't just be blatant either. Like you should have to dig into truth. You should have to get deep in it to find out whether or not it's true. So there was nights I had to go home and I had to study. But there wasn't ever a time that I felt like bang I didn't find the answer that I was looking for. Because all of the answers were in the Word of God. If it took me a couple of weeks, if it took me a month, like I'll study it out, I'll find it out. But I know I'm I know where to go to look for it. Right. I'm not I'm not and gonna I give guess. up. Because I can't find it in the Bible and go grab a different book Right. There was there was a time that I was having a, a religious discussion With somebody that wasn't from our religion And we were talking about what they believe And th- that was the point in the conversation where I gave up hope And I was like we're done here Because he had the Bible sitting on his desk And he turned around and grabbed a different book To show me why he believed what he believed And I told him like you just lost me bro because if it's not in this book sitting on your desk then I don't I can't take that as truth I don't know if it's true but that's the only book that has proven itself time and time again